Welcome to Taj Talam, and uh, this is a special episode from Alhambra, California, in our new studio. Ah, Jack's home. <laughs> and uh, you can see we are a blank canvas today. Not fair. Uh, stay tuned, and you know, you're going to see this space evolve. Uh, right now, we're just calling it the Taj Motel, <laughs> Taj Mahal. <laughs> Taj Mahal. <laughs> well, so, you know, what are we going to tell them today, Tati? Ah, so, you know, I thought with the new year, you know, it'd be interesting just to kind of see if you have any New Year's resolutions. Um, You know, one thing I heard about, which is interesting, is uh, have you ever heard about a a word for the year? Uh, No. Ah, so I got the concept from a friend of mine. So the idea is use that word as like a heuristic or rule of thumb to help you make decisions for the entire year. Like productive. In a sense, that could be the word. So I'll give you an example. My friend, uh, she worked a lot in 2019. And so she was like, the word for 2020, fun. Oh. And so whatever opportunity comes, if it's fun, she'll do it. If it's not, she won't. I feel like that word should apply every year. Fair, fair. Okay. Yeah, so what do you think? You know, Based on how your 2019 went, uh, what direction do you want to take 2020? Experience. Oh, uh, explain. Uh, experience in in terms of I want to I wanted to say experimental, just because I I feel like this year, um, you know, last year I made the decision to, uh, you know, end my career as a an accountant. Um, I'm transitioning out of my other business, and uh, 2020 I feel like is a good year to try new things and uh, have new experiences. Ah, so what's at the top of this bucket list? Uh, so uh, <laughs> this is going to sound interesting and all we really want to go around, uh, America and, you know, I feel like America is so big, surprisingly enough. I want to really visit Cleveland, Ohio. Um, really want to see what the Midwest is all about. You know, Nashville thought about like North Carolina or South Carolina, but just not sure exactly where we would go. Let us know in the comments. If you're from any of those cities, is let it, us know what to, <laughs> what to do. What about you? So word of the year. So my word of this year, uh, and I get, uh, I'm still working on the word because whenever I say the word, people misunderstand it. Mm-hmm. So my word for the year is longevity. Oh. But when I say longevity, most people think, oh, you want to live long. And I'm like, well, yes, but that's not my word for the year. <laughs> <laughs> that's my word for life. <laughs> no, fair, fair. Uh, it's it's maybe another synonym could be lasting. Okay. So uh, let me try to guess this. Uh, you want to have uh, longer lasting habits uh, or is it longer lasting experiences? Ah, well, you know, maybe a little column A, a little column B. So where this is coming from is my 2019, a lot of new things. Yeah, I this know. podcast got into meditation. I mean, a lot of different, boom, cheers. A lot of different things. Um, Quick aside, uh, one, one rule of etiquette I learned is that it, it's it's rude not to drink after a cheers. Oh, oh. Did you learn that one? No, I did not know that. There's another one where I have to look in the eye when I drink it. <laughs> <laughs> That's really intimate. That's true, yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, but uh, so 2019 tried a lot of new things. But 2020, I really want to like focus in on, uh, you know, just a handful of these things and so that they can pay dividends uh, in the long term. Mm-hmm. I mean, Warren Buffett and Bill Gates, both uh, when they were interviewed, what made the biggest difference in your life? And they both answered at the same time, 
focus. No, fair, fair. Because I was thinking a lot about, so for example, one of the things I'm, uh, I'm thinking about applying this year, uh, one word is the idea of uh, relationships. And so, you know, Jack, you're, you're one of my best friends. So I want to make a list of people that I want to make sure I see at least once a month. When you both do it, it feels pretty awkward. <laughs> I think it's when we both know about it. <laughs> no, fair, fair, fair. It, it. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, and so, you know, it's something where, you know, maybe for some of you guys watching this, you think once a, once a month, I mean, I see my best friends almost every day. But, you know, here in L.A., like once a month, I mean, that's that's pretty special. No, um, and, and also, I, th I think it also depends on your age group, too. Fair. I mean, if you're in your 20s, like you see your friends every weekend, you know, you have all the time in the world. But, you know, after when you're 30s, you know, you start you have a lot of responsibilities. No, yeah, no, very true. A lot of demands on your time. Mm -hmm. And so and also, you know, me and Jack, we only live, what, less than 10 miles from one another. <sighs> But Man, in LA traffic, it could be two hours. I know. And we do the podcast together. And then like three months ago, for three months, we didn't see each other. No, fair, yeah, fair. Yeah. You know, because just, you know, work catches up to us, you know, traffic Fam patterns. Family, life, everything. And that's why I had the idea of making the list. And oh, so it's nice. something where like I can at least bare minimum commit to once a month. I would love um, for it to be more than once a month. I would love that too. But like bare minimum, I can't let it slip below once a month. Nice, nice, nice. Okay. Well, I'm glad that's the case. I'm glad I made the list. <laughs> no. Check, and you checked it twice. There you go. There you go. <laughs> because, you know, honestly, for my friends who I'm not that close with, the list is maybe like once every quarter. I want mm. to try to see them. So um, then that means the... Uh, that means uh, when you were went, that must have been kind of sobering when you went through that list, huh? Um, yes and no, because what it is, it's just like me, I'm a big guy on data, you mm. know? So sometimes I think, oh, no, he's a good friend. I see him all the time. And I'm like, wait a minute. When was the last time I saw him, you know? Mm. And so it's something where, you know, looking at my past performance, I'm like, look, let's be realistic here. You know, Jack, I could definitely commit to once a month. You know, some of my other friends, you know, just for whatever reason, maybe they live in Orange County, somewhere farther, you know, maybe once a quarter is all I can really commit to. Oh, that's true. That's true. Hey, did you watch the uh, debates last night? No, because Andrew Yang was not in the debates. Ah, protesting, <laughs> boycotting the debates. Well, you know, also, I'm almost never impressed, except for when Andrew Yang speaks, because he actually talks about it, new things and interesting things. It's not just the fucking talking points. Yeah, I just feel like, you know, without Yang there, it just turns into, like, squabbling. You know, like, there's this whole, like, I don't know if you caught, like, I don't know if you, you caught any of the highlights or anything like that. Did, but, I like, did. that whole, like, Elizabeth Warren saying, did you say a woman couldn't be a president in 2018, Bernie? And then I heard, and then she, and then on Twitter she said, like, you know what? I'm just going to leave it at that because Bernie and I have a lot more in common than differences. I'm like, fuck that. Why bring it up in the first place? Exactly. Exactly. It's like when somebody is like, hey, I hope, you know, not to offend you, but <laughs> it's nothing, nothing matters except for after the but. No, fair. I mean, that's where, you know, honestly, I, you know, Prior to this, I was a pretty, you know, Elizabeth Warren was my number two. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But now, man, I don't know anymore, you know, because this is the second time she showed very poor judgment. Terrible. What was the first time? Pocahontas. Oh, 
Like number one, what are you doing taking that DNA test? Like why are you playing the why are you playing the game by like Trump's rules? And number two, like come on, like what? Like everyone knows Bernie Sanders, you know, is a feminist. You know, like he's he's a progressive guy. You know, like so. What you're gonna try to ding him off some like conversation that may or may not have happened? You know, like that's so petty. And that argument is terrible. The argument is, hey. Warren and Sanders are basically running the same platform. They're both very progressive. And if you support Bernie and not Warren, then you are sexist. Yeah, and I, I just, it, it's a mind-boggling thing, you know. That's something where this is exactly the kind of out-of-touch, you know, like stereotype that Democrats, you know, like are fostering by engaging in these kind of topics. You know, like you should talk about what the American people actually, you know, care about. And that's why I feel like, you know, without Yang there, no one's talking about, like, the real issues. No. In, in, besides Iran topic, what else was new? Medicare for all. Corporate greed. I would have loved to hear Andrew Yang's take See, on Iran. Iran. Exactly. Like, I think I, think I kind of understand his, his take. Um, it's like, hey, we shouldn't be unilaterally, uh, or not unilaterally, the president shouldn't have all that power. No, fair. You know, that's something where Andrew Yang, you know, like he, that's where he thinks out of the box. Because, for example, he was also saying that the president should have a higher salary, but be forbidden from doing any kind of speaking engagements. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, he, he has these fresh ideas that I feel like, you know, the, you know, like the Democratic, you know, debate stage was just lacking, you know. And it's like the Democratic debate, it's like they call themselves the Democratic Party, but it's like, they didn't want to poll people. They didn't want to release any polls. They were so bogged down with the impeachment process that they weren't doing good polling. <laughs> yeah, you know, because so uh, so just to catch everyone up. So the, the reason why Andrew Yang didn't make uh, the recent debates is because uh, they had two criteria. Again, one is the number of uh, individual donors. Which and, he met which already. He met, oh, yeah, which he read 400,000 right there. Uh, something like that something like that and and so but the second was he had to poll uh a certain number i believe what five percent in national polls and then i think seven percent in like early voting polls and yang just wouldn't wasn't able to meet that threshold but you know partially it was because of just you know with the holidays not enough polls were actually conducted uh during that time and so andrew yang as well as cory booker so it's not just you know andrew yang uh saying that hey Democratic uh, Party, why don't you do your own poll? You know, so that we can have a little more apples to apples comparison here. And like, no, no, and they were like, no, 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 I don't want to do that. And I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but I want to ask you, why do you think the Democratic uh, Party wasn't uh, willing to conduct their own polls? So <clears throat> I want to add one thing before that, I, before I answer that, is uh, he actually did get 5% in like 16 other polls that the DNC did not count. Now, granted that they released the number of polls that they, the, 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 what polls they were going to count or not. Um, so I'm going to be generous on that one. But at the same time, my personal take is the media, the corporate media, they knew they cannot control Yang. Uh, and so if they cannot control Yang, they cannot control the narrative. If they cannot control the narrative, they can't control the people. You know, because hate 
makes people watch the news. No, fair. I mean, so what do you think Andrew Yang uh, would say that is so dangerous? <laughs> so dangerous? He's going to unite the people. I mean, he's just going to make... I, I, I want to hear your take on it. It sounds like you have more of a deeper thought about this. But I it, to, in my opinion... It's just he he makes so much he makes so much sense. He, there's so much reason. He brings both sides together. You've never seen a Republican say, "I'm actually and this actually happened. I am. I feel okay telling you that I'm a Republican at Andrew Yang Town Hall, and because you know because it's Andrew Yang." I mean, he if he was saying that he was a registered Republican at a Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren, he would be lynched. No, fair. <clears throat> you know, because Andrew Yang doesn't engage in tribalism. And so that's exactly what Elizabeth Warren was engaging in, where it's just like, oh, you guys like women, right? Well, look at Bernie. He doesn't like women. You know, so come on, let's jump on this tribal you know, bandwagon. And it's something where I think I would hope the American people are smart enough to be like, I don't give a shit about that. I care about the issues, you know, and that's where Andrew Yang, he's really smart, where he's saying, like, for example, even climate change. Andrew Yang cares deeply about climate change, but he's like, hey, at the end of the day, you know, if you got the boot on your throat, you're not thinking about next year, 10 years from now, 100 years from now. You're thinking about tomorrow. You don't fucking care about the koalas in Australia. Exactly. You want to know what what I'm going to put on the table tonight. Exactly. And so that's something where Andrew Yang has a very intimate understanding of the problems that are plaguing the American people. No, I, I really agree. And I think he's talking about, like, for example, in the last debate in, for when, when, it talk, when he was talking about nuclear power. He talked about thorium. There you go. Do you know what thorium was? I didn't. You know, that's the thing. I had to Google it. You Same know? here. What the fuck was thorium? And the rest of the Democratic candidates were like, what the fuck is thorium? I got to take my phone out right now uh. in the commercial break and Google this. <laughs> and that came from fucking Andrew Yang. Nobody else would be fucking talking about that. Yeah, we need fresh voices, you know. And so my theory, though, of why he uh, was excluded from the debate, or uh, maybe that's two strong words, but why I think that, you know, they weren't willing to kind of acquiesce to a very reasonable request to just conduct, you know, uh, the same amount of polls as, like, previous, like, time frames. I think the reason is, is one, and this is the least conspiracy angle uh, ex explanation, Oh, you know, we really need to coalesce around one candidate now. And so, you know. Vote blue no matter who. Exactly. You know, like they don't give a shit who it is as long as it's just someone who is uh, has the D, the Democratic, you know, party next to their name. And then now let's focus on Trump. I don't want the D. I'm sorry. Ah. But however, now to delve into more conspiratorial explanations. One, I would say, is um, perhaps the fix is in. You know, Ooh. perhaps they already have uh, the person in mind that they want to win, Joe Biden. Yep. <laughs> and, yep. And, and they're just like, you know what? This is our guy. We've seen, you know, like this sounds conspiracy theory, uh, conspiratorial. But look at 2016. Clinton was their woman from the get-go. And he tried to shut Bernie Sanders down. And I think the same thing is happening uh, right now. Joe Biden's already bought and paid for. You know, they have the receipt. You know, they, they just want to just push their guy forward now. 
there's a lot of money in, involved in politics and corporate media makes a lot of money from these candidates. You know, it's and if they are cozy with them, they know that they're always going to get press. They're always going to get coverage. They're always going to get donations or the candidates are going to get donations. And where do the candidates spend that money? With the media. No fair. So then that there leads to my third conspiracy theory. And that's the idea that I think, you know, initially Andrew Yang, they're like, ah, you know, like whatever, he's a joke. But now they're like, what, what, what the hell's going on here? You know, like, how is this guy still in the race? Andrew Yang even commented on it on the last debate. You know, like, you're probably all asking yourself, what am I still doing here? And I think it's something where I think they begin to see him as a threat. And he's he raised a lot of money, fucking money, in, to, in quarter four and quarter three. Ten million in quarter three and sixteen point five in quarter four. Wait, oh, yeah, and that's all through mostly like smaller donations, forty dollar donations or something exactly. like that. And then the fucking MSN has the balls, or not has the ball, has no fucking brain, and they fucking put on. I don't know if you saw the graphics. They put on. All the people who earn, who, you know, all the fundraising amounts, they put a completely different Asian man. What? What do you mean? For for Andrew Yang, they put a guy. His name is Jeff Yang. <laughs> and Jeff Yang on his Twitter account, he says, just to be clear, I'm not running for president. How the... F- I mean, the people got were fired for less, are fired for less than that kind of shit. And MSNBC, one of the most trusted media outlets made this mistake they called him john yang before (laughs) cnn called his wife emily yang i mean and then and then msnbc just recently said that they had a graphics wrong they called andrew yang a billionaire andrew yang has probably one of the lowest net worth of all the peoples on that stage yeah with the exception of pete Buttigieg. that's correct and so that's something where though uh, but pete Buttigieg is getting up there soon well, you know, he his campaign has a lot of money. I mean that so. that 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 wine cave. I know, fair, fair. <laughs> if Pete Buttigieg starts making paid speeches, then then you know what there happened. You know. Um, and so that's where actually it takes me to another conspiracy. Th- oh, so let me finish this one conspiracy theory. It's the idea that I think that larger companies, especially Google, Amazon, they're scared of the VAT tax. Oh, uh, that's true. That's oh. <sighs> That's true. And they're big donors probably to the DNC too. Of course. Of course. Mark Zuckerberg, you know, like. Cause that's fuck Zuck. Exactly. Because that's exactly who the VAT tax is going to affect. It's not, I mean, yes, everyday Americans like you and I will pay slightly more for some of the goods we're consuming. But we're not consuming $100,000 worth of goods a year. And so that's why I feel like who's going to take the hit the most? These like tech companies. Because you're going to pay VAT on that data. Exactly. You know, every, you know, Google AdWords click, every Facebook ads click, every, every Amazon, Amazon purchase, sale. every Apple Music purchase or subscription. There you go. So uh, if you take what Andrew Yang says, he says, what's the new oil of the 20th, first century? Marijuana. Right there. <laughs> Boom. Right here, buddy. Which is partly true. <laughs> But really, it's tech, right? Fair. And if you look at history, look at what the oil industry has done, how they have made the tax law 
completely in their favor. Yeah, why is oil subsidized in this day and age? It makes no sense. Makes no sense. Fair. ExxonMobil was the most valuable company for the longest time before Apple. And then what's the, and you said it. What's and now the most? Saudi Aramco is now the most valuable. So. <laughs> but in America, what's the most uh, 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 valuable company? Uh, Apple. Apple. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the tech companies. Well, I think it goes back to, this is something only Andrew Yang is talking about. You know, they they have to do it just because by the, what what you measure, you make, you know, and, you know, they need to provide value to their shareholders. But Angie Yang is the only candidate talking about, we need new metrics. We need to measure new things. You know, we need to measure human flourishing. You know, we need to measure life expectancy. We need to measure mental health. And we need to keep our government and companies accountable to these new metrics that are more accurate than the things we actually value. And that's that we don't want that, of course, right? We don't want people to be better. We don't want suicide rates to go down. We don't want anxiety to go down. Of course, we want Biden. We want the status quo. No, fair. And I think that's that's what's kind of very tragic, you know, about, you know, I think seeing Andrew Yang uh, miss this last debate, it made me realize that, you know, unless we, and I'm talking to you guys in Iowa, you know, do something about it, like this is a trajectory. And also the people in New Hampshire, like you have to know, um, it's... We're at a pivotal time in our lives, in a, in the political process. We can't let these guys win. <laughs> no, fair, fair. What's interesting is uh, Andrew Yang denied the debate. He picked up a new endorsement from none other than Dave Chappelle. Yes, he's doing a show for him. There you yeah, go. Yeah, and Donald Glover. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got Elon Musk. There you go. And he's got. I mean, if you look at all the endorsements that he's had, it's they're big names. No, fair. And it's something where it's interesting looking at Andrew Yang's tweet thanking David Chappelle. He said, let's do this for our kids. Yes, yes. And so it's something where, you know, obviously if you have the boot on your throat, you know, think about yourself. You know, I don't blame you. But, hey, if you got a little bit of comfort, you got a little bit of what the Koreans call yayu, which is extra space, you know, then, hey, let's think about longer term, you know, effects of what's going on right now. And also, you know, honestly, if you have the means and you don't need the thousand dollars a month your neighbors doing well means you're gonna do well <laughs> no fair you know and i think that's the thing you know the reason why i'm so enthusiastic about the freedom dividend is not for like myself although yeah actually that'd be months, great that'd be great you know like i'm not gonna say no but at the same time i think the uh effect it'll have like um you know communally will be a game changer if you just look at I mean, I know Twitter, I know a lot of people dismiss Twitter, but there's some truth in Twitter when you see it over and over, the type of effect some candidate has on on people. Um, you know, he, in the debate, he actually said, you know, he actually thanks Steyer for hmm. spending his own money. For, what do you mean? He 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 actually applauded the Steyer. Said, "Hey, hey, you know, you know, people don't give him enough credit for his spending his own money to help climate change. You know, oh. that should be something nice." He also said Booker is going to be back. You know, like he he really liked Booker. He said he missed Kamala. You know, like he's the only guy that's like 
not doing it for the p- political points. He's like actually saying like he actually genuinely means this kind of these kind of things. He's an, he li- loves people and I mean, how could you just not want somebody like that leading the country? Fair, because that's where, you know, I don't want to sound like I'm bashing Elizabeth Warren, because I do like Elizabeth Warren, but, like, hey, if your policies are almost identical to Bernie, and what, you got to resort to these, like, really, like, you know, low, you know, like, low blows, you know, like, what are you doing? You know, that means it's your own, your own, your own selfish ambition. That's the only thing, reason why you want you over Bernie, mm-hmm. if there's no substance and difference between your policies either you have your own selfish ambitions or you're beholden to some people that you have to make these choices yeah that's the thing yeah it's in either case it's selfishness you know it, it's not thinking about the greater good you know and that's something where you know it's interesting that as the race progressive you know cut the grass this, the snakes will will show um but uh now i'm gonna land to my last conspiracy theory i'm curious what you think about this what role do you think race played or didn't play uh, when it came to Andrew Yang uh, not making this last uh, round. Race played or didn't play. So you're talking about Asian American being Asian American. If it was Kamala Harris. Yes, yes, I understand. I know. I see what you're saying. Um, there were a lot of people who were saying like, "Oh, the last Democratic debates was." pretty much all white and it's like wait no andrew yang is not white he's uh, he's a minority but like oh but he's asian he's not a minority because he's technically white because he's not black or brown like i didn't get that memo <laughs> like what the fuck are you talking about yeah i know i see what you're saying right now because uh asian american identity can't and, and i think wesley yang who is a, a writer oh did you read him okay um you know he talked about the what was the book called something the but souls of yellow folk yellow folk yeah um it's very easy to dismiss the asian american identity because we're not black we're not white we're not hispanic you know like we're not really anything it it, because we're our our community is so diverse true yeah i mean yeah, honestly, even the label Asian American is kind of a bullshit label. That's you know? true. You're That's trying to lump like twenty different countries. I mean Russia is in Asia. No, yeah, fair. <laughs> you know, like so it's something that like we have no common language, like no common culture, you know, like how are you gonna try to lump us up together? And so but, but we eat rice. We all eat rice. Uh, you know, but what? What? You know, like Latin American cultures eat rice. No, that's true. African that's true. Eat rice. That's you know, true. so it's something where. Um, yeah, so that's something where, like, you know, I, I just feel like the. I mean, they did give him that question in the last debate of like, oh, as the only person of color. But I, I just really feel like, you know, where is the outrage? Uh, you know, that he got shut out of this last debate. No, if it's Kamala or Booker, yeah, that would be a different story. And not one, I haven't seen one article, you know, and, and that's something where, I mean, you know, <laughs> classic Asian fashion, I want to blame ourselves, you know, where I'm like, oh, you know, it's because Asians, you know, we're just, we, we haven't been pulling our weight when it comes to uh, civil rights here in America, you know, but like, yeah, yes and no, you know, like, I, I think it's something where, you know, I've heard a number of Asian American advocates saying that, you know, they constantly have to say, hey, you know, Asian people are people of color too. You know, why, why do we have, why do we have to say that exactly, you know, and I think it comes down to the fact that some people perceive that as Asians, uh, we have certain advantages 
that other minorities uh, don't have? Look up the Chinese Exclusion Act. Look up uh, the internment camps of the J- Japanese people. Like, there was a pe- the reason why your town has a Chinatown and all these good Chinese food is because of the Chinese Exclusion Act. They re- they made sure, and, and even though it said Chinese Exclusion Act, it was it included anybody who looked Chinese. And if you look Chinese and you were in America, you could not work. They will not hire you. It was technically illegal to hire you. And so what they had to do was they had to fucking make Chinese food and sell it to white people. And that was the only way they could have made money. And that's why when Bruce Lee came to America, the first thing that he had to do was to work at a Chinese restaurant. No, fair. You know, so like, hey, we had no special advantages, you know. You know, I think that that just because we've all experienced, well, not all of us, but most, a lot of us have experienced some degree of success doesn't mean that we had it e- any way easier. You know, I think it's just something where, you know, we should be, you know, celebrated as an example of overcoming so much adversity, not as evidence that we don't have adversity. Like that's a, that's a very specious and ridiculous argument. No, it's like you, you look at the result and you're like, oh, you're there. So that means y- y- it was easy for you. No, my, 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 our parents worked fucking hard. We worked fucking hard to get where we are too. I mean, we worked like hundred hour, hour weeks too. You know, it's not like, it's not like it was a, it was a, a walk in the park. No, very fair. Yeah. And so that's something where, you know, like that, that, that's, uh, it, it's, it's unfortunate that, you know, as uh, an Asian American candidate like Andrew Yang uh, just won't get the support from the people of color, you know, because I, I, I do think, you know, as Asians, you know, like we're all in this together, uh, you know, along with, you know, our Hispanic brothers, you know, African American brothers, you know, like I think it's something like we're all victims of, you know, racial bias. And so, you know, I think regardless of whether, you know, you're Asian or not, just as a minority in this country, I think it, it would have been nice to see some support for Andrew Yang. Uh, and it's unfortunate it didn't happen. Was that the the final conspiracy theory? That was the final conspiracy theory as of now. Oh, actually, this next one, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, <laughs> he did not kill himself. <laughs> He's responsible for Yang not making debates. God fucking Epstein, man. So please leave in the comments. Let us know why you think Andrew Yang was excluded from the uh, Democratic uh, debates. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of Taj Tone. Like what you heard, go ahead and just smash that subscribe button. Or give us a like, a thumbs up, anything to help. And make sure you turn on the notifications. Five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> I don't know what the ratings are. Or Google. 